The following podcast is a live recording of a radio show first broadcast by Fresh FM with assistance from New Zealand On Air. Fresh FM is a community access media station based in Te Tauihu, the top of the South Island, New Zealand. If you or your group would like to know more about how you can have a program on our station, please contact us. Visit our website, freshfm.net, for our contact details. Lift every voice and sing Till earth and heaven ring Tiora. Good evening, everyone. You are listening to Fresh FM. The show is Lift Every Voice and Sing. Tonight's show is the second part of our focus on the persecution of witches and the protest that that has been generated, especially in these times. We'll start off with the witches scene from Macbeth. Likely written in 1606, Macbeth is a dramatization of an episode of Scottish history and is clearly associated with the reigning monarch, James I, who was also the patron of Shakespeare's company, The King's Men. James I was a strong believer in the diabolical powers of witchcraft. He was the author of a treatise on on this threat, Demonology, 1597, and had presided over the violent persecution of witches in Scotland. Macbeth contains Shakespeare's most extended engagement with the supernatural, with the memorable scene of the witches around their cauldron. The inclusion of the witch scene is considered to be Shakespeare's nod towards the occult interests of James I. Let's have Witch's Brew. Thrice the brinded cat hath mewed. Thrice and once the hedgepick wine. Harpy cries, tis time, tis time. Round about the cauldron go In the poison angel's throw Skin of toad and spike of bow Sharpened on a needle stone Serpent egg and dancing dead Effigy of beaten Let double double trouble You bubble in a witch's brew
Spell by William Shakespeare. Double, double, toil and trouble. Fire burn and cauldron bubble. Fillet of a finny snake in the cauldron boil and bake. Eye of newt and toe of frog. Wool of bat and tongue of dog. Adder's fork and blind worms sting, lizard's leg and owlet's wing. For a charm of powerful trouble, like a hell broth, boil and bubble. Double, double, toil and trouble. Fire, burn, and cauldron, bubble. Well, there's some good recipes there. The first song was by Omnia, a self-described neo-Celtic pagan folk band based in the Netherlands. The name of the band is Latin for everything. The second song was The Witch's Spell, read by Sandy Tosvig from 2013 album The Elizabethan Poets. Scotland, from whence 
one half of my forebears immigrated, was one of the most one of the two most brutal areas of witchcraft persecution. Germany, my other ancestral home, being the other. Persecution of people in Scotland was particularly brutal. More than 80% of the estimated 3,800 people accused of witchcraft were women. Many of them were tortured with sleep deprivation, needles to prick the skin, and other violent means to obtain confessions. Often the torture was conducted in public. Finally, in March 2022, Yes, last month, Nicholas Sturgeon, the First Minister of Scotland, apologized, saying, quote, As First Minister on behalf of the Scottish Government, I am choosing to acknowledge the egregious historic injustice and extend a formal, posthumous apology to all those accused, convicted, vilified, or executed under the Witchcraft Act of 1563, end quote. That's about time. That law, which was passed by the Scottish Parliament and made witchcraft, or consulting with witches, a capital offense, enabled the execution of an estimated 2,500 people. Isabel Gowdy was a Scottish woman who confessed to witchcraft in 1662. Scant information is available about her age or life, or even her final fate, although she was probably executed in line with the usual practice. Her detailed testimony, apparently achieved without the use of violent torture, provides one of the most comprehensive insights into European witchcraft folklore at the end of the era of witch hunts. We have two songs commemorating her. First up, it is the sensational Alex Harvey band with Isabel Gaudi from framed their album released in 1972 followed by the english traditional english folk singer fay healed who has set a selection of gaudi's transformation chants to music in the song hair that's spelled h-a-r-e spell on her 2020 album rack line Selling time with no remission. 
Shall go into go into a highway sorrow sign the miracle car. I shall go into go into a highway sorrow sign the miracle car. I go to the devil in the devil's name and stay till I come home again. I go to the devil in the devil's name and stay till I come home again. I shall go into Go into a crow with sorrow sigh and the blackest throw. I shall go into go into a crow with sorrow sigh and the blackest throw. I go to the devil in the devil's name and stay till I come home again. I go to the devil in the devil's name and stay till I come home again. I shall go into. Go into go into a high with sorrow, sigh and a miracle. 
took some notes. So we had, first up, we had Isabel Gaudi by the sensational Alex Harvey band, followed by Faye Wield, um, healed, but with some very, very useful chants. FYI, Nick Cave was, is a huge fan of the Alex Harvey band and that album Framed. It seemed to have so many different elements, that Isabel Gaudi song. Um, Listener Wendy has um, sent me a photo of her new witchy hairstyle. If anyone wants to see it, just text me 0274-335020 and I'll send it along. It, uh, she feels, and I agree, that it really complements the witchy show. And the Marzi Farce, uh, Foster um, coven is um, listening in from Natimoti. Thanks, guys, for tuning in. So we've had the Scottish version of the persecution of witches with a Y. As we talked about last show, the resurgence of witch hunts at the end of the medieval period um, taking place with at least partial support or tolerance on the part of the Catholic Church was accompanied by a number of developments in Christian doctrine. For example, the recognition of the existence of witchcraft as a form of satanic influence and its clear, clear classification as heresy. As Renaissance occultism gained traction among the educated classes, the belief in witchcraft, which in the medieval period had been part of the folk religion of the uneducated rural population, was incorporated into an increasingly comprehensive theology of Satan as the ultimate source of all malefixium. Tim, is that how you say it in Latin? Witchcraft or sorcery. In 1484, right at the end of the medieval period, Pope Innocent VIII issued a papal bull authorizing the, quote, correcting, imprisoning, punishing, and chastising, end quote, of devil worshippers who have quote, slain infants, end quote, and other crimes. He did so at the request of the um, Inquisitor Heinrich Kramer, who had been refused permission by the local bishops in Germany to investigate, or I guess inquisitate. Um, Armed with this papal bull in 1485, he went to Innsbruck as the head of an inquisitorial commission with the stated intention of bringing witches to justice. Kramer became obsessed with Helena Schuberin of Innsbruck and 13 other citizens accused of witchcraft. Helena was described as an aggressive, independent woman who was not afraid to speak her mind. Right after Kramer had arrived in the city, she had passed him in the street, spat, and cursed him publicly. 
Fie on you, bad monk. May the falling evil take you. That's I say that a lot. May the falling evil take you.
band Rush with their song Witch Hunt from the um, 1981 album Moving Pictures. It's time for Station ID. Te reo irirangi o te tau ihu o te waka Maui. And just a um, little bit of a shout out. Time to refill your cauldrons. Our uh, generous anonymous donor who keeps Lift Every Voice um, and sing on air each fortnight would like us to mention the Tasman Environmental Trust. TET supports community conservation um, projects like the Battle for the Banded Rail, Wasp Wipeout, and the Mapua Dawn Chorus, among many others. Mapua Dawn Chorus is an urban trapping project established in 2017 as part of the goal to be a predator-free New Zealand in 2050. The aim is to have a rat trap in every fourth backyard in the Mapua Township and surrounding areas including Ruby Bay and the Mapua Hills. You can just Google um, Tasman Environmental Trust to find more about their many projects, and I hope they will um, look after the rats that are eating all of our walnuts. During the trial of Helena Schubrin, Kramer focused heavily on her sexuality. He was accused by Bishop Golzer of, quote, presumed much that did not um, that had not been proved, end quote. In 1486, Bishop Golzer ordered Kramer to leave his diocese and suspended the trials in Innsbruck. In response to the bishop's criticism, Kramer began to write a treatise on witchcraft that later became the Malleus Maleficarum, commonly translated as the Hammer of Witches. Gutenberg's uh, printing press had been invented in 1450, and this invention allowed rapid publication so that Malleus Maleficarum enjoyed a wide readership, reportedly second only to the Bible in the number of copies made. It was reprinted in 14 editions by 1520 and became influential in the secular courts. Although the Malleus became the handbook for secular courts, it was not used by the Inquisition, i.e. the Catholic Church, which denied any authority to the Malleus. We'll discuss that shortly. Because the Malleus um, Maleficarum was so influential in the persecution of witches, it has captured the imagination of many people, being referenced in numerous songs and albums. The metal genre seems especially interested in it. For example, Malleus Maleficarum was the debut album by the Dutch death metal band Pestilence, and Malleus Maleficarum is the first song from Adelana, a metal band from the Pacific Northwest. We could do, we could do a whole show devoted to metal and witches. However, let's have the first of two songs um, about Malleus uh, Maleficarum. We'll start with White Hammer a um, song by Van der Graaf Generator, which gives a really good summary of the social impact of that treatise.
that's the white hammer of love. Um, the least we can, it was from the album, the least we can do is wave to each other, the second album by British progressive rock band. It wasn't metal, it was just progressive rock. Van de Graaff Generator, released in February 1970. It's an eight-minute song, so I've had to shorten it up a little bit so that I could tell you that in modern times, Malleus um, Maleficarum has been viewed as a typical inquisitorial man manual, a perception that has been refuted. According to historian Jenny Gibbons, authors naively assumed that the book painted a picture, an accurate picture of how the Inquisition tried witches. Heinrich Kramer, the text-demented author, was held up as a typical inquisitor. His rather stunning sexual preoccupations were presented as the church's official position on witchcraft. Actually, according to Gibbons, the Inquisition immediately rejected the legal procedures Kramer recommended and censured the Inquisitor himself just a few years after the Malleus was published. Secular courts, not inquisitorial ones, resorted to the Malleus. Kramer failed in his attempt to obtain endorsement for this work from the top theologians of the Inquisition at the Faculty of Cologne. And as we remember from last time, the Inquisition is was really an attempt to stop random um, mob murders. And they condemned the book as recommending unethical and illegal procedures, as well as being inconsistent to what they perceived as the orthodox Catholic doctrines of demonology. So Catholicism is slightly off the hook with regard to using the Malleus Maleficarum, but there is an interesting twist, the complicating factor of religious turmoil. But before we get into that, here's the female metal version of Malleus Maleficarum by Eden Noon from her five-song EP, The Haunted Side of Me, released in 2022. Approach me today Ask me if I wanna live deliciously Said he make the shit and all the world disappear Promise me, said honestly, nothing to fear Cause she's my heroine, she's my pride and joy as well
Malleus Malefacarum by Eden Noon. That was for my witch friends, Rosie Lucy and Ali Son, The Haunted Side of Me. The data shows that the witch hunts took off only after the Reformation began in 1517, with the subsequent rapid rise of Protestantism. For the first time in history, the Reformation presented large numbers of Christians with a religious choice, stick with the old church or switch to the new one, and, quote, when churchgoers have religious choice, churches must compete, end quote. There is new analysis that suggests the witch craze was most intense, where Catholic-Protestant rivalry was strongest. This explains why Germany, ground zero for the Reformation, laid claim to nearly 40% of all witchcraft prosecutions in Europe. Scotland, where different strains of Protestantism were in competition, saw the second highest level of witch hunts, with a total, as we said previously, of over 7,500 people tried. In contrast, Spain, Italy, Portugal, and Ireland, each of which remained a Catholic stronghold after the Reformation and never saw serious competition from Protestantism, collectively accounted for just 6% of Europeans tried for witchcraft. Maybe they were just smarter. Um, The phenomenon reached its zenith between 1555 and 1650, the years when there was peak competition for Christian consumers, evidenced by the Catholic Counter-Reformation, during which Catholic officials pushed back against Protestant successes. Te reo irirangi o te tau ihu o te waka a Maui. Fresh FM. Now, um, I know, 
I know. There is a lot to think about here, and the modern parallels are staggering. Climate change, nuke technology, conspiracy theories, religious turmoil. It's all there. It's all. We've got it all. And so we're wondering who will be the next scapegoats. But just for a moment, let's lighten up. And I know I've got Wendy and John that would like to dance, maybe Murray and Julie. There may be some others of you. So we're going to have, we're going to go back to a couple of evergreen songs, starting with Love Potion Number 9 by The Clovers, written by uh, Lieber and Stoller in 1959, and hitting the Billboard charts that same year. I took my troubles down to Madame Ruth. You know that gypsy with the gold cap tooth She's got a pad on 34th and Vine Selling little bottles of love potion number nine I told her that I was a flop with chicks I've been this way since 1956 She looked at my palm and she made a magic sign She said what you need is Love potion number nine She bent down and turned around and gave me a wink She said I'm gonna mix it up right here in the sink It smelled like paper time and looked like India ink I held my nose, I closed my eyes I took a drink I didn't know it was a day or night I started kissing everything in sight But when I kissed the cop at and vine. He broke my little bottle of love potion number nine. I held my nose, I closed my eyes. I took a drink. I didn't know it was a day or night. I started kissing everything in sight But when I kissed the cop at 34th and Vine He broke my little bottle of Love Potion number 9 Love Potion number 9 Love Potion number 9 <laughs>
by Scottish singer-songwriter Donovan was released in August 1966 on his third studio album, Sunshine Superman. We are going to end tonight's show on the persecution of witches with a song about Anna Goldie. Anna Goldie was an 18th century Swiss housemaid who was the last person to be executed for witchcraft in Europe. Goldie was executed by decapitation on the 13th of June, 1782, in Glarus, Switzerland. She was posthumously exonerated by the government of the Canton um, of Glarus in 2008. As is the way of these things, she now has a museum in her honor in Glarus. Her life was captured by the doom metal psychedelic rock band 1782 based in Sardinia in their single She Was a Witch. The band's name itself derives from the year Anna Goldie was condemned, tortured, and killed. The band was formed to honor all the witches murdered by the bigoted minds of many generations. That's a quote from the band. However, we've had enough metal tonight. I'm going to close with a song from the Swiss band Galagvogel, who sing in the Swiss-German Torgau dialect, 
Glagvogel means gallows bird, someone who deserves hanging. That's probably me. The song is E for explicit, um, but I doubt that many of you understand Swiss German Turgau. Anna Goldie is from their 1980 album of the same name. Well, thanks, everyone, for listening, sticking in there with the witches. I hope that you've learned a few um, things you didn't know. I certainly did. Stay well, support Ukraine, and tune in in two weeks' time for who knows what. Good night, everyone. I love you, and thanks for listening. Anna Goldie. Sie 
der Giger spielen schob. Sie sperrt vor der Lehrbi, wo nie zu dir wird The podcast you just listened to was a live recording of a radio show, first broadcast on Fresh FM, the top of the South's community access media station, with support from New Zealand On Air. The funding of Access Media makes these podcasts possible. To find similar programs by other community access media stations, go online to accessmedia.nz.